This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rise, a science-based app that makes it easy to improve your sleep and daily energy. Bell Babies, how are you guys? Thanks for listening. We got a great show for you today. Eugene Cordero is finally back, but I want to talk to you guys about your sleep. Are you getting enough? Do you even know? Sleep is important, y'all. We need it as much as we need air, food, and water, but there's a lot of myths and misunderstandings around it. Take it from me. I know. You guys know Eugene and I have started a quest to learn and understand more about sleep. We read all kinds of books. We studied up on it. We got a bunch of wearables we experimented with trying to track our sleep, get sleep data, try to figure out, solve the mystery of it, but we can't. We don't know. We have some missing pieces. Thank God we've got this Rise app now to fill in the gaps for us. We learned a lot from Rise. Did you know that it's normal to feel groggy when you wake up and sluggish in the afternoon? However, it is not normal to feel tired throughout the day. That's an indication that you're carrying a sleep debt, and that's limiting your natural energy peaks and making your dips less productive. Yeah, dudes, I'm here to tell you, you can become a morning person. And don't worry, you don't have to stop using your phone before bed. You can still look for stuff to buy that you don't need. Scroll around, get a little dopamine rush from uh, making an order on some crap you don't need. But it is exciting when that package shows up at your door. Well, you don't have to stop it. You don't have to get a new mattress. You don't have to get supplements. You don't have to get a weighted blanket. You don't have to have a little um, a little sleep fairy, have a magical wheelbarrow that shovels magic sleep dust into your eyes to get tired. I thought that I needed that. I was searching around the internet for that. Fortunately, there's nowhere you can buy that. No, I got Rise. Rise uses a scientific fact-based approach to help you get to sleep your body needs. It's built around the two principles that sleep researchers agree most affect how we feel and perform. That's sleep debt and circadian rhythm. I already hear you asking, what's sleep debt? Sleep debt is the only score that matters, y'all. And Rise tracks how much you sleep you owe your body relative to your own unique sleep need, and it helps you pay it back. And your circadian rhythm dictates your personal energy peaks and dips throughout the day. Now, Rise not only predicts your daily energy schedule, but it helps you take control of it. That's what I dig about Rise. Rise is making this data actionable. Uh, I mentioned before, Eugene and I were experimenting with wearables. So Rise works really well with all the anything, anyone you can think of. The Aura Ring, the Apple Watch, the Fitbit, you name it. They work well with Rise. Rise pulls all this historical data that those wearables have tracked. Um, it also will pull from different apps. Your phone, if you don't have a wearable, can just pull it out of your phone. And it's going to tell you your sleep need. It's going to track your sleep debt. And it's going to determine the best time for you to go to sleep. Uh, it's going to tell you when you're going to be groggy, when the best time to focus is. I love it because I schedule meetings based off what my Rise app is telling me. I'll pull it up for you guys. You want to hear something? I'll tell you uh, what my most uh, beneficial time today would have been to have scheduled a meeting. So it's calculating my sleep debt. I'm pulling it up right now. I could see that I uh, I have 8.8 hour, 8 hours that I owe. Uh, not good. So 
I'm going to use Rise to help me with that because Rise has uh, 16 science-based habits that will help me reduce my sleep debt and optimize my day based on my energy schedule. So I'll get that going. Okay, so I got a window uh, from 9.45 to 11.45 a.m. today was my best time to focus. So what I should have done was scheduled an important meeting at that time. Uh, I didn't have any meetings, so I didn't. But if I did, you better bet that I would have done it at that time. I also knew that my energy is going to dip between 2.42 and 4.47 p.m. today. So not a good time to have a workout then, right? Uh, maybe I take a little naparoo then. Who knows? And I also know that tonight my melatonin window is 10.40 and 11.40 p.m. So that's when I'm going to put my ass to bed, guys. It's all right there, guys. I finally have something that, that solved the mystery for me. It took the data that I've been collecting, it crunched it for me, and it let me know what to do with it. I want you guys to try Rise. It's great. It's, uh, it's fun to use. It's easy. And it's going to give you information that you can actually apply and, uh, and use to make your days better and to make you feel better. Rise helps you realize your potential with real results, real productivity, real performance, and real well-being. 80% of Rise users feel the benefit within five days. Give it a try and see what it can do for you. Go to risescience.com slash dumbbells and download the Rise app today to try it free for seven days. Whether you want to become a morning person, wake up more refreshed, be less exhausted during the day, or improve your productivity and daily energy, Rise is the power behind your next best day. That's risescience.com slash dumbbells to try the Rise app free for seven days. 80% of Rise users feel the benefits within five days. So they're giving it to you for seven, guys. Let us know what you think. And now enjoy the episode. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we have Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves from fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Whoa. It's time. time. For the millions in attendance. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, Eugene, I got to tell everybody the visual I'm seeing. Eugene is looking lean. Uh, I've seen some vascularity in the biceps. The delts are popping through. Uh, and this is after, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just coming off of a week off, basically. Uh, well, Might have been good almost, for you, dude. I think it was. I, I know. I try... You know, like when I try to schedule rests, I don't take them. Yeah. And then when life hands me rests, I, I, I don't, I begrudgingly take them. Yeah. You and, made some uh, lemonade, babe. The last week of um, shooting, it was just, I was, I was working so much. I think they were just like down to the wire. They wanted it, you know, they had a shooting schedule. They needed to get everything done at the locations. They got done and fly everybody back from Canada, back to the good old USA you know, via New York and L.A. and San Fran, where the cast was coming in from, and, um, and Toronto. But to get everybody home on the scheduled time, uh, because we actually wrapped, they had us hold for like, I, I like that people love talking business talk. People love talking about my shitty kids 
and the business I'm doing. But uh, I, I everybody likes hearing about it. But when um you know uh so we, our original flyback days dates were changed to about like five or six days earlier because we were every that was kind of a buffer and then uh, Michael Buffer Bruce Buffer and um, time if, if there was extra time um, like thrown in there as a Bruce Buffer and they realized that we were running on schedule so then they scheduled us five days earlier yeah by oh, doing let's that, get ready to schedule <laughs> five days earlier and of course once they did that they pretty much jinxed you know the production and everything got yeah. slowed down and everybody oh, got Jesus. nervous that we weren't going to finish in time and blah 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 so then my days were packed to the point where my call times were hella early and I was rapping pretty late and barely getting any kind of workout in if not sleep and then of course my whole eating schedule is way off yeah you just and, in survival uh, mode huh you're in yeah survival mode and then you're just trying to grab whatever you can at like you know 11 p.m. see what's still open around so you don't have to cook or eat leftovers or whatever just so you can feel like a human being and then you get you get a little off track for a couple of weeks and then and then you fly home and I'm, I love being with my family and my kids but it, it was definitely a a um transition to be back um, yeah. after uh you know after a few weeks of like you know, real talk, two hour workouts to yeah. not being uh -oh. able to work out much at all towards the end of it. And then coming back here and trying to be like, I feel guilty of trying to squeeze one in. Yeah. But I've gotten two in. I think I've gotten two in since I've been home for like the next, for the last six days. So that's not too bad. That's something. Cause you need a couple days to recover a little bit anyway. Yeah. Um, catch up on some uh, rest and, but uh, yeah, top so chef. yeah, catch up. Caught up yeah. on Top Chef. Good this season. Good season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are addicted this season. I've been hearing a lot of talk about Top Shota. Chef out there. Shoda, buddy. Shoda, Japanese chef. He's good. He's great. I haven't been watching. Rooting for I, him. I, I have watched in years past. I do enjoy the show. Padma still and Tom. Tom and Padma still, you know, holding it down. Plus a Caligio. couple of, you know guest uh former contestants from yeah, seasons fun. seasons past as the guest judges because uh they need to keep it in the family since it's you know still covid and it's crazy to watch the servers deliver everybody's food but they have the shields and the masks on oh shit and you're yeah. like right of course it's, it's crazy how quickly i'm overseeing that on my tv yeah. though yeah yeah i uh I went to the supermarket today, um, place I've been going, the Whole Foods I always go to in Burbank, and uh, people, the staff's not wearing masks anymore. Sure. I stopped wearing them on the 15th because I'm vaxxed up, and that was the official day. But there, most, I would say 90% of people were still wearing masks in the store. I kept, I was like, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> and I, then, uh, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. I went to a grocery store today as well. Had my mask around my wrist, as people do, just in case. Yeah. And I was in Vancouver where everything was ass backwards. Not ass backwards, but just not, still restrictive. Not ass yeah. backwards, just restrictive still. Not as many yeah. people vaccinated still. I get it. So 
I didn't mean to say ass backwards and we're not going to delete it. So, you know, hate me. <laughs> um, but uh, that all being said, I'm used to wearing a mask. And so I had it around my wrist and I get into the grocery store and the employees were still wearing them. So there was part of me that was like, I got I guess I'll put this on. And I would say about 80% of people were still wearing masks in there. Yeah, dude. The first day, like I did it the 15th and <laughs> 99, I was nervous. I was like, man, I don't want to like throw, I sound like I'm trying to like start a fight with anybody or anything. Sure. But, I mean, I'm trying to just do what the, you know, what they're telling us to do. But uh, today, finally, the employees were not wearing them. So that felt good. It's good to see their faces. And then uh, their, their salad bar open out. Masks, I thought that on, was, masks on the salad bar? Masks on the, on the, on the uh, utensils. Yeah, 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 yeah. The little utensils had masks on them. But no, the salad bar's fucking- Fully open? Open, dude. I thought that was done forever. No, no. It's back. No. They're bringing Soup Plantation back, and they're just changing the name. <laughs> well, if nothing else, at least yeah. they changed that fucking name. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. They're calling it Soup Liberation now. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, yeah. Where every day, every day is Juneteenth. Yeah. Yeah. They're really getting, it really, they're really going hard. <laughs> Fucking nobody's going to go there. Cause you could just tell. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking? Modelo? <laughs> no, it's a water. Death. The liquid death. Liquid death. That's the that? name of the water. Yeah. To murder your thirst. You'd love it. dude. I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll send you some. Oh, it's so we, good. It, please don't tell me that's one of our. Is that what it's of not? Our, no, oh, but okay. they sent some to uh, the Action Boys podcast. Uh, we, were, we were talking about it on there. I'll send you some, dude. It's liquid really death. You'll love it. Look, they come in the tall boy can, <laughs> but it's, it's just water. <laughs> yeah, it's just water. Or is there is there is there flavors to it? No, this one's spark. They have sparkling or just plain water, and it's good as hell. Rogers turned me on to it. Quincy would be scared as shit. Of that skeleton face? Of that skeleton face in that. <laughs> if he opened up the fridge and he saw a bunch of those, he would never open the fridge again. Does he get scared of monsters now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a good imagination. That's good. We tried to uh, watch Luca. Couldn't handle it. Oh, too many monsters? It, just even the way Luca looked as a, as a, a sea monster. Yeah, he was like, eh, I'm not into it. And then nah. we got to the part where, he, uh, you know, we're not trying to spoil Luca. This was five minutes in, uh, maybe 15 minutes in. The uncle that he's supposed to live with. Did you watch it? No, I ain't seen it yet. Uh-uh. There's an uncle that he's supposed to live with, and he's he's one of those kind of fishes that has, like, that light bulb, like, oh, and, popping out of his head. Yeah, like it's like an angle fish or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real creepy, real creepy, and he was over it. He was like, I do not want to watch this at all. Crying. Mm, angler, fish. Like, angler fish, I think. Yeah, but it was like an anglerfish fish man, shitty uncle type look. They really made him look... Like a deadbeat he's, uncle? Like he's yeah, not, deadbeat uncle. He was see-through. You could see his heart. It was really strange. <laughs> did it seem promising? It did. It did. It just seemed a little scary for him. And he liked Raya, though, right? He liked Raya okay. It, 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 you know, the dragons were awesome, you know, to yeah. him. So he and that's not, that, those don't scare him. Yeah, I, he just doesn't like, he just doesn't like peril. Well, he truly, I asked him what's the matter with it, and he said, Everybody's doing things they're not. To, they're told not to do. Mm. And I'm like, All okay, right. well then let's stop watching this movie. Yeah, he Trish like, was um, trying to. Trish was trying to tell him like, hey, that's what. Like, don't you want to see what happens because they didn't do it? And he was like, no, they're already being bad. Yeah. So we're like, okay. 
Fuck, man. Yeah. Be good then. He's not going to like uh, modern prestige TV. No. Because it's a lot of, you know, gray yeah. area. There's not a lot of heroes. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Like Kevin can go fuck himself. He wouldn't be into that. <laughs> or whatever that movie is. Or show, TV show, AMC yeah. show that is. Yeah, man. Or or Sopranos or any of that stuff. Sure, you know? yeah. It's, it's, it's gray area. A lot of gray. Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad? No, no idea. Way. Who's, no who's way. good? Who's bad? He, he doesn't know. He, Quincy's into staying good. The boys can't handle it. <laughs> no way. No way. Just can't handle it. Just because no you can't tell who's the superheroes in that. Yeah, man. You know? That's the only reason. That's the only reason he wouldn't be able to handle it. The gore, yeah, easy. Uh, yeah, fine. Easy. Yeah, easy. Fine. fine. Good. Good for him. Uh, but that's good. That just, he's got a powerful imagination. That's what yeah. you want. And yeah. So that that's keeping it. But uh, anyways, just being more excited about being home with the kids and giving Trish a little bit of a break. I've been kind of, um, you know, I got to, I got to pick my battles before I return to even uh, the home gym. You know, I, 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 I jumped on the Peloton cause I, I had like a, you know, a, um, a exercise bike while I was in Vancouver. Right. It was, it was no Peloton, but I was like kind of using the app and like seeing how that worked. It worked pretty well. I will yeah. say after having a Peloton, Doing that and then going back to the Peloton. I mean, having the Peloton first and then kind of budgeting down, it, it doesn't work. It, it, I, I wasn't as excited to do it. Now, if I did that first, I think I would got I would have gotten into it okay for a while. Yeah. Before. Yeah. But You're now that spoiled. I'm home, yeah. Now that I'm home and I got the bike right next to me, I'm just like, yeah, let me jump on that bike and go for a ride. Yeah. So, um. To bring you and the listeners up to speed, I, so I've been going back to the gym full swing. Um, Equinox? Equinox, back at Equinox. How's it looking uh, over there? Are people, are people masking up? Yeah. This, no? This, no, the second, so interesting, exact opposite of the supermarket. The second you can not wear a mask at Equinox, people dropped them. There's maybe one person that'll wear a mask. Are you and assuming that, that everybody is vaxxed? That's that's their it's like honor system, you know, sure. you're supposed to be. And then the employees there were still masked, but today, now if they if they're if they say that if they have the vaccine, I think they have to verify. I was talking to some of the guys there. They can go maskless. Um, but it's like it's it's honor system. So who knows? I don't know. I mean, you know. Wow. Yeah. So I uh so I'd been going for a while. I I went for like maybe two weeks. Um, oh, okay. Before, you know, before the 15th. Oh, and okay. then, yeah, I've been going for like three weeks now, maybe, I think. Something like that. And so, and then the second the 15th came, I lost my, I ditched the mask. Even, I, I'll tell you what, man, I, I was a little like doing cardio and stuff in there. Like I might've let it slid down to my nose a little bit. A few sure. <laughs> I was like one of those guys, but when I had, when I wasn't, when I didn't have the vaccine, I was careful about it, but, yeah. but uh, you know, once, and then, so now I've been going for a while, but I tell you, it's been great going back to the gym. I got like crazy weird sore dude. Cause I just hadn't done anything with the barbell in a year. And right. so with the exception of like one time I went to the gym in prompt Springs or something, but, um, but now I've been back, you know, got sore, doing a lot of more, doing a lot more upright stuff, some stair stepper. And then I've been using um, the Equinox, peppering it in and I'll do, 
you know, some, some kind of upright duration cardio at the gym. And then I'll come home and do like a 15 minute hit, uh, before I go in the sauna. And so it's been uh-huh. great for that or just watching like a TV. 15 minute hit ride on a, yeah. on, the, uh-huh. on your bike. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been awesome. Like I've been, I've been having it just to add a little flavor to what I'm doing or if I, sure. you know, if, or just like I have a day where I just we're going to do more active rest day or spend a day at home and not go to the gym, having the bike there. It's been, it's been great. So that's great, how right? it's, I've definitely backed off on the mileage I'm putting, I'm doing because it's not, it's not the, for a while there, it was like the main, the main show in my workout. And yeah, now yeah. it's just kind of, it was the big show. It was the big show. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I think I've gotten down to, I, I will definitely hit the bike. I will definitely ride at least once a week so that I can keep my streak going. Keep the streak alive. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, it like does my it for you, man. You don't want to like, you yeah. don't want to fall off too much. I think I'm at like 42 weeks straight since I've started and I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to back up, you know, and that means I'm going to do like at least a year. I'll do something from the Peloton app or from the, I'll ride the bike, but just so I'm doing something from that, um, all the time. So yeah, I'm that's into a- it. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And then food wise, I've been trying to, so, so Nancy and I, my, my wife, Nancy and I, we had been eating later and later. It was just kind of one of those things when we got the puppy, she, you know, we're kind of like walking her and then getting her situated. And then we put our dinner off and then that would be after her walk and our dinner. So then what about, what about stone? Is he eating separately? Yeah. He would eat separately early. He just got all weird during school and pandemic and all that shit. And then our, our, I just felt like we were, we were all eating too late. And so now we're back early again. So, you know, I moved my dinner time way up to like seven and that's just been taking some planning to do, oh, but it's, right. been, it's been better. Yeah. How late were you eating? Like nine. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of late. That's and then change. that would, yeah. yeah, that would push back my window when I would start eating and it was like a whole weird thing. And I just, I knew it was too late. It didn't feel right, but it just, I don't know. It just, it's just kind of what happened. And so now we, we did like a big bump up. And so that's been good, but it's just like a little, it takes like a little extra hustle, you know? And then sure. it's also weird because California, it gets, um, it's getting dark later now. And so, yeah, yeah, you know, it could trick you, you know, you think like, oh, it's, it's not that late. And then you look at the fucking clock and it's 10 PM, but it's still light out. I do like, I do like taking, um, my dog out for a walk at like eight 30 and knowing that it's kind of cooled down and you know, and all the kids are asleep, the kids are asleep and everything. I'm like, Ooh, this is a nice long walk. Yeah, it's good. Same. Longer days in LA. How's the fuck out here though? Huh? Oh yeah, dude, it's cooking and it's not even that hot, man. I know. It's, 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 it's going to be like a cooler week and then it's going to like cr- crank back up again. How, um, how's the little one sleeping? Easy. Uh, they're both fucking bears, man. God they're damn. both, they're both asleep by, Alice is asleep by seven. Quincy's asleep by like seven fifteen, and they wow. both wake up at seven a.m. Seven fifteen, so he's got the big boy bedtime. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a little bit of more of a big boy bedtime. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta get him a new bed so that he's like not. Oh, I mean, he's never- he, he's in like a toddler bed, but it's like you know, it's down, but it's not like a. 
like a little twin size yeah boy bed yet we got stone a full-size mattress now he was on oh. a twin like a twin bed and then now there he's on go. like a bigger like more kind of he's like yo, 22 now though right yeah yeah <laughs> yo dad he uh he was he's going to camp for the summer um mm-hmm. day camp but it's like a summer day camp and they it's it's a good one and uh you know they go out and they play outside swimming swimming sports and fun shit and good good friends there and it's a good full day and so he's i was asking him if he has how the counselors are and he said yeah i got three counselors uh this guy named carlos eric they're all really cool kaylee and i said oh kaylee so ask me um how old is she and then ask me if she's cute. And this is how Stone was. Okay. How old is she? 21. <laughs> is she cute? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Before I could even finish. <laughs> oh, man. That's I'm amazing. Ne- yeah, I've never heard. Because although I would say stuff like that, you know, just kind of joking around. He'd be like, oh, I don't know. You know, I what? But this is like, yes. <laughs> she 21 and yes so i thought i was like oh shit all right dude amazing dude yeah. he's in it he's, he's in, in it. it yeah i'm like all right dude it's over man um <laughs> this is your life for a long time so you know uh quincy starts uh muay thai on monday oh shit where's he doing it at um uh in northridge um maid's uh martial arts uh there's um um, my, my old crew from, uh, North Hollywood opened up his own spot in Northridge and he teaches kids Muay Thai martial arts, kind of a mix of karate and Muay Thai. And his son is a little bit younger than Quincy. So he has a little dragons program. So oh, that's great. I, do they have little dragons? Do they have something for stone's age there? Um, I can check. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm looking for a place to take him. I like him to do something that has some Muay Thai in it, so at least he gets something out of it. I don't know yeah, what they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mix because they're doing like a mix. Like they're, I think they still want them because they're that young in like geese, so it feels like you're in a uniform. Yeah. Um, but like he still has like you know there's still like the Muay Thai. It's like there's like begin like when he's that young, the little dragons what. Quincy's going to be doing it kind of mixes all martial arts so you can kind of well I think that's great I mean that's like karate for that young is really good because it's about discipline and yeah and um you know following direction and being coachable and all that kind of stuff but if they have like some other martial arts in mind at least it's good for hand position and yeah that kind of shit to where they're gonna get something that they can learn later or they can use later learn something they can use later yeah I'll just yeah. I'll, so I'll I'm just excited. mix words up. Yeah. That's okay. We get it. We all we all get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that. Alice, you know, is not into it yet, but she'll be in it as soon as she can stand up, and she's almost standing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna teensy, get her. She get in the Teensy Dragons program. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to get her in it real quick. Yeah, dude. Um, I will say real talk. I was talking to Trish about it. Um. Alice has a real Betsy Sodaro energy to her. Oh. Just like good all company. smiles, good come. Yeah, yeah. Just all smiles. That's great. W- willing to do anything, just always laughing about shit. 
it's pretty cool. That's what you hope, man. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's great. I was like, oh, what a fun energy for my little girl to have. Well, she um, got funny parents. So yeah, they're okay. <laughs> um, Betsy's good. I just saw Betsy. She had a uh, birthday pretty recently. You were gone. Oh yeah, yeah. You have but, some Taco uh, Bell there? Or? They somebody brought Taco Bell. Somebody sure. made a like a a cake that looked <laughs> like a case of tacos from Taco Bell. Amazing. And then somebody actually brought tacos. A hundred tacos. Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that all tracks. Mono. Mono, you know, the the whole deal. They there was, you know, we know them from the trash pod. They come on here show on our show. Yeah. But uh yeah, so it was good to see her and she's doing really good. Was that uh, the first outing you've done? No, I did one the like maybe a week before at Tony, another friend of the show, Tony Ramos. She had like a little get together. But yeah. Betsy's was a lot bigger. Betsy's yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, you know, and I saw so I saw a bunch of people. So a bunch of people that have done the show, but we have a lot of guests from Upright Citizens Brigade, a theater where we perform, where we used to perform. Who knows what's going to happen sure. now? But um, a lot of them were there, so it's good to see everybody. And oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. That was that was like the first time I saw Tony's was smaller, just a couple people, but yeah, um, Betsy's was like a lot. You know, the full crew out there. What was it? What was Tony's like? The uh, was like the uh, the the group, the group hang. Um, kind of, not really. Her parents were in town and she just had like, you know, 10, 11 people there. So, oh, but like it wasn't that. like a bang rang hang. A lot of a bang rang folks. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how I got on the a bang hang. A bang hang. Yeah. Uh, quasi gang bang hang. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, quasi bang hang gang. Shang. Yeah, it was good. Shang hang. Um, <laughs> shang shang. Here comes the high step. Uh, Jumping in real quick to talk to you guys about better help. Are you guys happy? If you're not, what's stopping you from being happy? Eugene and I want our listeners, we want you guys to feel good. We want you to accomplish your goals and we want you to feel great. What's interfering? What's blocking you? I know from my own personal experience that I, I took a major hit to my happiness for a while because I was suffering from compulsive eating. Now, I didn't know it was called that at the time. I didn't know what to call it. I just knew that I felt out of control and I was starting to get a little hopeless. I didn't think there was anything I could do about it. I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought I was weak. I didn't have good willpower. I felt broken. And so I finally uh, decided to get myself some help and I floundered. I struggled. I stopped. I started. I tried a bunch of different therapists. Um, I didn't know where to start. And it ended up being a drag. I got the help I needed eventually, but it was way more drawn out and way more painful than it should have been. I wish that I had access to better help. Better help would have assessed my needs and matched me with my own licensed professional therapist. I could have connected with them in a safe, private online environment that would have been so convenient. And I could have started communicating with somebody in under 48 hours. Instead, I milled around, I asked people, I looked on the internet, I drove in person like a sucker all over the Los Angeles area, miles and miles and miles to appointments that weren't worthwhile. Um, you know, a couple of times it was the wrong, uh, the wrong therapist. They didn't quite know what I was dealing with or how to help me. And so that was awkward and a waste of money. And, uh, you know, listen, 
I would have liked to have uh, had a service like BetterHelp just solve it for me. Oh, this is what you need? Boom. This is who you should talk to. Here you go. Uh, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Uh, you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You're going to get a timely, thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And you do it all from the comfort of your own home. Again, that is a major plus, guys. I can't tell you enough what a drag it is sitting in those waiting rooms, staring at people. They're staring at you. What the hell is this guy doing in here? Why do you wear those shoes? Why is his hair combed like that? Why is he eating chicken out of Tupperware? <laughs> it's all, hey, listen, maybe I'm projecting a little bit. I'm sure they didn't give a shit what I was doing in there. But listen, I had no choice but to project. And had I been sitting in the comfort of my own home, I could have been doing something I wanted to do. Uh, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating a great therapeutic match. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Now, once I found the right kind of counselor, I didn't like the person. We had bad chemistry. So that was awkward. I had to fire the person. I went to a couple more sessions than I needed to. BetterHelp would have streamlined that whole process for me. They make it easy and free. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This service is available to clients worldwide and you can find the particular expertise you need you don't have to limit yourself to counselors that are located near you because it's all online. They have licensed professional counselors that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and so many more, guys. Anything you share is confidential. Again, it's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable. You don't have to take my word for it. Check out the testimonials they post every day on their sites. People are writing in and talking about it. You got to take advantage, guys. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. We also want to talk to you about Essential Protein coming to you from Ritual, the multivitamin company you know and trust. A while back, Eugene and I took on some sponsors. We wanted to work with the supplement company, but so many of them are bad. We didn't trust them. We didn't like them. So we were so pleased when Ritual came along because they met and exceeded all our expectations. They're a great company. They've got a great way of doing things. And guess what, guys? They're doing protein now. We couldn't be more thrilled because protein powders can be a little intimidating. Bunch of slogans like no pain, no gain. Dude, bro. Muscles. Come on, bro. Muscles. Reps. And they have names like Pump Tech. That's, uh, that's pretty limiting. Uh, everybody needs protein, guys, not just dude bro guys. We all need protein. It's important. We need it deep down at a cellular level, and it's about more than just muscles. And so the team of scientists over Ritual, you guys ever heard of Harvard? Well, they know this, and they reimagine protein from the ground up and inside out from how it's made to who it's made for and why it's needed. And the result they came up with is a delicious plant-based protein that's offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs. And it's all made with the same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. Why we decided to work with Ritual in the first place, guys, they're bringing that to their protein. So whether you're doing reps or you're just taking your dog for walks 
or you're doing yoga, or you're not even exercising, whatever the case may be, they've got protein that's for you guys. And they're thinking about you when they're designing it. They sent some out to Eugene and I. Tastes great. I love the vanilla flavor. Comes right to my doorstep. Couldn't be more convenient. And it's got all the stuff about it that I've come to love when I'm getting a ritual product. It's made traceable. They think that you deserve to know what you're putting in your body and why. So with their one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, you'll always know what's in their formulas, where the ingredients are coming from, and why they're included. I love that. You look at some of these protein formulas, and the ingredients are unpronounceable. You don't know what it is. It's got to be some kind of chemical, right? There's a lot of gums in there. Gum. Why is there so much gum in this? What's it? What's that in there for? Well, Ritual's thinking about that, guys, and they're letting you know, and I love them for it. They're also supporting your daily health. They're thinking about tomorrow just as much as today. So they're designing their essential protein with nutrients to support bones, brains, and muscles to help maintain your muscle mass as you age. Crucial. As we age, we lose that muscle mass, guys. It starts to fall off, and that is your calorie-burning potential. We also need that bone density that it awards us. They've got a thoughtful, purpose-built formulation, clean, plant-based formulas that are created to support nutrient needs of different life stages. So whether you're 18 plus, maybe you fall into the uh, pregnancy and postpartum category, maybe you're 50 plus, they're thinking about you and they're making it for you guys. 20 grams of pea protein plus a a complete amino acid profile that's made with essential choline to help fill in common dietary gaps. I talked about flavor earlier, guys, that vanilla. It's a delicious handcrafted vanilla flavor made from direct from farmer vanilla bean bean extract, sustainably harvested in Madagascar. And in terms of standards, their peas are sustainably grown and farmed right here in the U.S. There's no sugar added, no sugar alcohols. And like all ritual products, essential protein is soy-free, gluten-free, and formulated with non-GMO ingredients. You guys, this is the protein for you. Get started on it. So why not shake up your ritual? To make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, our listeners get 10% off during their first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash dumbbells to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash dumbbells. And now, back to the episode. Yeah, I'm excited about being able to go back to a gym seeing what that's going to be like and, 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 you know, and being more comfortable without my mask on. Well, so here's another thing. So father's day just passed. I hope you had a good one. Did you have a good one? I I did. You had a good one. Yeah. Well, that was definitely when I got to get a workout in on father's day because Trish Mm. was like, I know that's what you want to do on (laughs) father's day. And I was like, yeah, so I definitely got one in. We also went to the farmer's market. Okay. And when we went to the farmer's market, we ran into um, a comedy person um, and their family, and even though we were outside in the farmer's market, they all had their masks on. Hmm. And I was just like, huh, okay, I guess. And and because it was a farmer's market, I don't even think I had a mask in my pocket Yeah, because we were outside. So I just felt very awkward. And I think it's just going to be that kind of gauge of like, you know, where where everybody stands and how and how we do it all. But yeah, it, it is you know, weird. It makes I, me a little nervous when I'm going to the gym and stuff. I, I don't want to freak anybody out by not wearing it. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm vaxxed and 
feel comfortable working out. I'm like, I still love the six feet apart thing. I'll tell you that right now. When people yeah. get too close to me in general, I'm like, get away from me. So it's I love a, that. I hope a, that keeps up. It's a police song. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, here's the thing. I am. Um, it's tough because I, you know, I have people in my life that, that, you know, didn't really participate in, in COVID measures. And sure. so what, you know, my argument to them was I would cite science. And so I'd say, look, I'm following the CDC guidelines. I'm doing what they're asking. Logically, I understand the science behind it. And so that's what I'm going off of. So by that same measure and practice, now yes. that science is telling me it's this other stuff is okay. I don't know if it's fair for me after I, for, you know, weeks and months and a year was citing science. If I start to cherry pick now and say, you know what, other people are wearing it and I don't want people to think that I'm a weirdo or something. So I'll just wear my mask. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I personally don't want to wear it anymore. I believe yes. that I'm safe from the vaccine and I'm trusting what the CDC is saying. And so I'm just... I'm not, you know, I'm just not going to yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. you know? No, and no, no. I'm, I did I'm feel some, that. I did feel some pressure the first couple of days in the store. I was like, shit, should I put this fucking thing on? I, you know, yeah, I don't want to, I felt like I was, you know, shopping, no shoes, no shirt or something. Sure. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. It's weird. I mean, but I, I would say today, today was the most liberated I've seen people as far yeah. as, you know. It does feel like that, though. It feels like um, when you like are hanging out in a beach town and you don't have sh a shirt on, and you're like, "Can I go in here and just get like a coffee real quick?" Or no? Yeah. Do I have to go back to the beach and grab my shirt? Right. What is it? And there's other people there, and they're like, "Is everybody cool with that?" Or are they hating those yeah. other people yes, and then yes. now think that I'm part of them? Right. What yeah. or or it's like when you were in that beach town where it was allowed, and then you're driving home and you're still in that beach mode, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. "Oh shit, I'm in Fresno now. I can't fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I can't act like I'm in you know San Luis Obispo anymore, baby." I San Luis Obispo, Luis Obispo, baby. I can't be in fucking San Obostos anymore. I can't, baby. I gotta get fucking I can't. back. Baby, I, I'm not in. I'm not in San Abestus anymore. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, oh, absolutely, you know. Uh, um, but yeah, I, um, so real talk. Getting back in there, I will get back in there. I will definitely try to gauge, you know, how hard I'll I will try to focus on some gym days. I, I really do want to go into a gym and try to, you know, there's nothing like we were saying way before I took a little hiatus cause I got a little busy and you had some great, um, Aaron time and, and great guests. Um, we were talking about, there's nothing like getting back into a gym and, and picking up a pair of dumbbells that are 80 pounds or so. Yeah. And are those hex, you know, like they're yeah. made of the material that you can just like, you're not, you're not, turning a little dial or you're nope. not like, you know, you're just picking them up. Oh, I mean, down. it's, it's such, it's the definition of indulgence and luxury to have them all, you know, yeah. it, like a whole separate set of dumbbells for a different weight. It's just like, why, you know, it's I amazing. can do the 27.5s. I can do <laughs> yeah, the 30.2s. Yeah. I can do the, you know, <laughs> yeah, they exactly. all have their own home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Re it's really I nice. Miss it. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's just it's just nice to, you know, have an area that's strictly for that. And like knowing that I'm going to driving to the gym to just handle that is nice again, rather than it being I, I mean, I love the setup I've had, but I think just like every everything, you kind of have, you know, the quarantine the the, the fatigue. You know, yeah, the fatigue of kind of, and you want things to kind of get a little bit back to normal in a way, and part of that is to have like some of that old stuff back. Yeah, um, you know the the old structure and the ability of like you know not having to get your groceries picked up curbside or you know like yeah, be same with food or whatever. It's like so nice or be able to sit outside with my kids and like have a meal, you know, and let them fuck up somebody else's restaurant rather than our house. (laughs) So nice. Yeah. Slop, Um, slop up somebody else's place for once. Yeah. Get more macaroni on the ground. How do kids get so much shit on the ground? It's, it's stunning. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Alice misses her mouth all the time, all the time. She'll miss her mouth. That's okay. She's she's like less than a year. Quincy, on the other hand, I'm like, what are you, are you just elbowing? Like, I feel like he, he has like hungry, hungry hippo arms. Like <laughs> he's just like, he's eating it, but then there's things that are just getting scooped down yeah. from like falling off the plate. But, um, what, so that game, they had the balls and you're the, you control the hippo. You but it's a lot. Of, it's it's a lot of luck. It's just like hopefully all, they just kind of spill into the yeah. hippo's mouth. Honestly, it's about luck, and it's also if you're pressing it hard enough, do you kind of lean the game board towards you? Okay, so you get a little like incline. You, you know what I mean? Like if we're if we're on a yeah. hard surface, sure. But if you're on an ottoman, it's just like whoever has the heaviest hands, right? Yeah. If it's a cushioned ottoman. If it's a cushioned ottoman. Or soft chair, or you're just now. You what know, do you? Where do you stand on if I were to put pull out a little funnel, and I'd like put a little funnel in front of my hippo's mouth? Is that cheating? Well, I, you know, I don't know if you're gonna get more. I don't know if you're gonna get more from well, the funnel. Well, I mean, because that's the whole thing, right? Because don't the balls spill off to the side? But if I've got a funnel, that's just I'm I'm funneling that those yeah, that that's food true. Right like that, it mouth. just drop that, yeah. it just drop right into your hippo's mouth. Sure. I mean, that's not that's not that doesn't come with the game. That's my. I own mean, I'll tell you right now thing. that that game is not true to anything because they wouldn't be eating marbles; they'd be eating human beings because they're murderers. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that thing of the hippo like just doing a back dive into the water? <laughs> no. Oh, it's really cute. It's uh yeah, I'll see if I can find it. There's just like this hippo that's in a pool. It's in some kind of um I don't know, like aqua like zoo? Like yeah, some a, kind of like zoo thing. Aquarium, like a, yeah. Yeah, terrarium or some shit. Sure. And and it's it just like it's leaning on the wall and then it just like dives backwards in. Oh, that's could, adorable. Couldn't look cuter, but I mean, they are, you know, those fuckers will chomp up a boat or a Jeep yeah. and shit, you know? <laughs> Fucking Jeep, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! You know you cross in a like a fucking river or something. You know, in one of them jeeps, and the hippo yeah. will will eat you and the jeep. There you go. Yeah. Um. I have. Uh, yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen that much. I've. Um. Since I've been home, I've been on social media a little bit, but not too much. Uh, yeah, been searching little, hippos on social media. Not been, Searching hippos. Been getting sent a lot of um, Loki stuff, though. So. Oh, dude. 
So shout Sto- out to that. Stone and I are going to start it this weekend, but the reviews have been crazy. I'm trying not to get it's spoilers. Great, yeah. I did see a, <laughs> a couple of like highlights of your stuff on there and did see a great line that you got on yeah. there, you know, talking about the Tesseract and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it looked funny. So I didn't get, I didn't realize you got to be that funny on that. No. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I got to, um, it was really fun. Um, is that and, an improv? Huh? Was that an improv? It was. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. big dude. It is big to be able to do that on a, on the Marvel stage is nice. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it's, it's very, it's uh very cool. And I'm like, seems like uh, you only do the good ones that people like <laughs> Mandalorian fucking yeah. Loki. People are nuts for, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting handed into the, the ones that are, that are, um, positively reviewed. Yeah. And, um, and just people like it, just fans liking. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's good. Yeah. I mean. I couldn't be more excited about it. It's it's cool. Who's um, running the Loki show? Um, what do you mean? Um, Kate Huron is the director. Oh, cool. Um, and the guy who wrote it, um, is Michael Warden. Walden. He's uh, I forgot what he did before. He did a, a movie, but he's awesome. Um, and then obviously, um. Hiddleston has his own say in everything. So Yeah, he's yeah, he cool. owns he owns that character, man. He's so amazing at it. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um but that's been really cool and, and positive and fun. That's a home um, run, dude. Uh I took Stone to the movies. We saw the Quiet Place too. Whoa, that's or, a scary one, isn't it? I, I haven't seen the first one. Um, they're scary, but it's more jump scares kind of. Oh, okay. Adv- you know, there's some tension and some jumps and shit in there. And, yeah. uh, yeah, he, but he likes that stuff. Like he likes the conjuring and all that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He gets scared, but he also likes it. Um, he used to get really scared when he was little and then, but he was always, he'd always want to know. Cause I'm always reading Stephen really? King or something and he want to hear all about it. Wow. And then, and then he'd be that's like, impressive. Oh, that's, that's too much, dad. That's crazy. But I'm bad, that's, dude. I, I'm bad. Really I was cool. Let, I let him watch anything he wanted. I'm bad. And it bothers Nancy. Cause I oh, was, really? Yeah. It's because it, growing up for me, it was fucking lawless. I was allowed to watch whatever I wanted. And so I try to give him a little bit of that. No, nah, I'm not as I'm not as you know liberal with that as my parents were. Yeah, I have I have some rules, but um, I think that there's like if if they like it, it's not worth forcing kids to watch it they don't want. But you have an age where it's things are really magic, and mm-hmm. it feels real, you know, and yeah. you don't know how they do things. And so if you can kind of watch some of that stuff when you're just a little young, it can be really exciting. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I remember my dad. My dad woke me up. Uh, to watch Terminator when I was like really little. Wow. Cause it was just like on TV. And then I got to go to school late the next day. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a real fucking badge of honor. God, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And there's a part in that first one where as a machine, he's, uh, he's been damaged and he's digging his eye out with like yep. a pen, you know, cause he's, and he puts the glasses on and I tried to look away and my dad's like, don't, you gotta watch it. Don't look away. 
It's all fake. Don't look away. And you'd like block me from putting my hand over my face. Wow. <laughs> That's was, real. Oh, no. Oh. That's yeah, so probably hilarious. some level of like child abuse or something, but is hey, it? Like, yeah. No, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I wanted it to happen. Yeah. Um, As you take a sip of your liquid death. Liquid death, bro. Hey, you know. Absolutely, hey. you know. Absolutely, hey. <laughs> absolutely, you know. Uh <laughs> So I wanted to, we should answer a listener question. Oh, let's do it. This guy wrote in, um, he wants to know what to do. And let me, let me get his exact question in his name. Part of the fun of writing a question in is you get shouted out. You get to hear your hand, sure. you get to hear that handle read live and on the air live to live. tape. That is, this is, uh, live. from T Smith, 1892. There he is. Uh, any advice for people with some bulging discs in their back? I have Oops. two to three flares every year where it keeps me from being active. Uh, tricky, my man. They're, I would say, a lot more manageable than they used to be. What we know about, you know, bulging discs. You know, before it was kind of like, wow, that's it. Like, you're done. You have a bad back forever. And that's not the case yeah. anymore. Um, if, if you're getting that many flares per year, you may want to look into some kind of uh, steroid treatment. Um, you can get uh, local injections, you know, into that area and see if you can get them to calm down that way. Um, and that may be that may be enough to where it they, it knocks them down permanently. Now that being said, if you do that, you then I would I would work with a physical therapist and strengthen all the muscles around it and address why the discs started bulging in the first place. Usually it's because there's some, there's some level of weakness in those core muscles and too much strain is put on the back and the discs pop out a little bit there. So, Yikes. you know, strengthen those core muscles around it so that doesn't happen again and doesn't, you know, exasper exacerbate. But uh, look into that. Uh, and you know, the, you know, the anti-inflammatories, you can look into non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Motrin, that kind of stuff. And then I would also do, um, physical therapy. So work that, work the core, work the 29 muscles in the core, dynamic core stuff, static core stuff, and then flexibility. And, uh, yeah. And I, I would get, see if you can get a relationship with the physical therapist. If you don't have access to, um, to insurance or you don't have good medical coverage, there's a lot of resources available to back stuff online. Like you can look on YouTube and, you know, people post their routines on there uh, just because it's such a common issue. Just as far as like PT stuff. PT stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wouldn't trust anybody outside the medical profession to yes, do a, you right, know, an injection right. or anything. Sure. But yeah, sure. but PT stuff for sure. And that's you, whatever, whatever non-surgical med medical intervention you go with, you should definitely incorporate strengthening and PT work uh, for sure, because that's free. That can be free, especially when you start doing it on your own. And it's what's, what's going to help you most long-term. Right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, another person asked, and we kind of answered this already official Michelangelo Milano, are gyms really safe to go back to? Oh, right. That's yeah. That's depends on you. If you, uh, if what your comfort level is and where you're at and you know, mm -hmm. if you've 
decided to get the vaccine or not. If you didn't, if you're in one of those risky categories, but I've been going, I feel safe. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because you know there there's there is part of the science and part of the reasoning too, where people are like, if you're in if you're in good physical condition and you're exercising regularly, you're helping your immune system in general. Um, anyways, so that's just always a good thing to keep in mind. So, you know, if you feel good and you feel like you have either taken the measures of uh, keeping yourself healthy and safe, um, that being the vaccine or however you're deciding to do it, um, wearing a mask uh, or whatever, um, but however you're deciding to do it, if, if you know, physical fitness is all ultimately going to help you um, with, uh, you know, your immune system and feeling healthy, so... As soon as you can go back to the gym and you feel healthy to go back, I think it is all it, it is a plus for your body. I like it. Don't let it be another excuse to not go. You know. Here's a, here's one that came to us. So those were sent to us at the dumbbells. If you have any questions that you want to uh, throw out there on social media, at the dumbbells across all social media platforms, at yeah yeah the dumbbells. Here's one that came to us on Ask the Dumbbells at Gmail. Maybe you're Ooh. maybe you're into Gmail. Maybe you're you into one of those longer form questions. You know, you don't want to just max out a, a DM sitch. This is coming to us from Harry Stout. Uh, Follow up question. So Harry's asked us something before. I recognize the name. How are you, Harry? Hey, gang. Harry, the 21 year old Aussie ex rugby player here. Ah, hi, gang. Harry. 21-year-old Aussie ex-rugby player here. Yeah, uh, started training in Muay Thai. Figured this would Whoa, be of it. Boxing and uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu after my last question and have been loving it. Nice. Was super busy, though, so have massively neglected my resistance training. And moving up in class difficulty now and looking to get in the best shape possible, starting with a bulk. Is it feasible for me to do this with lifting and an hour of cardio intensive martial arts four to five days a week? If so, what should I do in the morning? Would uh, creatine assist in my strength training? What stretching would you recommend for martial arts mobility? Thanks in advance and sorry for the long question. P.S. This is too long for the pod, but there's a program I've scheduled if that helps at all. Uh, training day and night. Uh, and then he's got his, you know, what he's doing. Yeah. So what, what is he training Muay Thai right now? Like in the mornings or is he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's um, saying, oh, he wants to know which is better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. If so, which should I do it? Which should I do in the morning? Um, um, I mean, personally, I would always, I would rather lift in the morning cause I feel like you can get more, of that energy and your gains in, um, you know, and, and getting your heavy lifts in earlier in the day, you know, especially cause he wants to bulk, especially cause he wants to bulk. So, you know, putting heavy squats in heavy deadlifts, heavy, you know, bench press, like all that stuff. Like you're hitting those, 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 um, those, you're trying to get those numbers up. Good thing to do is try to get them out in the morning when you have all that energy, you've fully rested from the, a good sleep that night 
ready to go. Um, as far as training Muay Thai at night, like that is, I mean, training Muay Thai, doing it at night is, I mean, people train Muay Thai all day and into the evening because it's, you know, it's, it is just making sure that your body's getting used to the movements, you know? Um, and it's not necessarily, it, it is a strength and, and cardio component to it, but it is also repetition to mm-hmm. it too. And like getting the techniques correct, um, to make it, um, more efficient, which then entail, you know, you're doing more and then it'll be more of a cardio burn for you. But it's, if you get that good lift in, in the morning, then you know that you've, you can kind of gauge your body of how you're going to train Muay Thai at night. Um, as far as stretching and stuff, uh, what they do within the classes is usually, um, is usually great and is is usually based on some stretching exercises, which is like, you know, a lot of hip work, a lot of jumping stuff, a lot of like, um, you know, jump rope, um, high knees, that kind of stuff, just kind of getting your hips open, ready to move, and then really stretching out your shoulders, just like shoulder exercises to just kind of, because you're going to get used to kind of um, being kind of hunched over and keeping your hands up, you're, you're going to need to like make sure that, and, and punching a lot, you're going to make sure that those shoulders stay loose. So you'll probably do a bunch of shoulder stretches um, and then a lot of hip work with that. Um, and then I can, I, I, you know, for a lot of Muay Thai guys, um, uh, yoga has been a big thing that has helped uh, Muay Thai guys kind of get their flexibility in and their stretching in. You said Yoda or yoga? Uh, Yoda yoga. <laughs> yeah, it's backwards yoga. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know all that. All that uh, together might be helpful. But Dog I, I, downward. But, oh God, you just you've been waiting, <laughs> waiting, and uh, you kind of came through. Um, but yeah, I, I would. I. I I'm a creatine guy. I'm into it. I think it helps. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it won't it won't hinder your Muay Thai work, but it will definitely help with your your um, your gains. I think. Yeah. I've I've found some successful in it personally, so um, I I adhere to it. What if um he wants his uh in, in regards to flexibility, he wants his shidoshi to like a. Uh, tie him up in a tree and force him to do the splits um like tanaka yeah i mean if if that's the situation if that's the situation that you're into i mean there's also a chance you'll be fighting in an underground tournament (laughs) or your own brother slash twin in black silk shorts yeah silk underwear Uh uh-huh or um, what, what's it? What's, what's time cop? What's the premise of time cop? Well, he's like a, uh, a cop that goes back and makes sure that people don't, you know, rob from the past and stuff. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> and he's also, name. he's trying to make sure that he's trying to, he wants to stop the death of his wife. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. He can't, but then once, once other people are like breaking the law and she's like, ah, fuck it. I might as well just stop this from happening. Yeah. 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 Too. Yeah. Uh, that tracks, but, um, yeah, he, he does the, um, he has his Shidoshi and blood sport 
tie him up in a tree. And then also in, in kickbox where they do something yes. similar, but that's where he's kind of upside down and the guy's like pulling his legs over yeah, his head. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Harry or Henry, either one of those is a possibility. I yeah. like you. I like Eugene's idea on, uh, you also have to prove that you're part of the Tanaka clan by showing them the dim mock, which is the death touch. <laughs> Yep. So you have to break a brick underneath the brick. Um, but uh, I like Eugene, you, what Eugene was saying about just training. If you, so whatever's most important, you want to put size on, hit your weights early because then you can like focus on that. You can feed yourself accordingly and then you have enough time to kind of let your food settle and, you know, have your day and then you can do all your technique and all that shit later in the day. Yeah. And yeah, you're not as, cause otherwise your lifts are going to take a hit and it's going to affect how much size and strength you're able to pull because you're going to, you're going to be fatigued because the fight training is very fatiguing. Yes. So. Yeah. And, and you know, like if you've, if you've already put all of that energy and that time into your weights, you can, you can be fatigued and still train technique. Yeah. It's actually you better know? sometimes. Yeah. Because you're gonna, you always, you're always fighting tired. Yeah, you're fr you're literally fresh for about forty seconds, and then you're immediately tired, and all the rest of the time you're tired. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then I even found that at least with boxing, like my technique improved once I was a little tired too. You know. Yeah, once your body was warm and you were relaxed into it, it's yeah. like it's good, and you know, um, I I mean when. When I was doing both, I feel like I always would prefer lifting first. I, I yeah, I also feel like you ain't gonna show up for those work those lifting workouts if you're doing a hard fight session early in the morning. I think yeah. you'll I think you'll if you lift hard early, you'll you'll show up at night because it's fun. Right. But I think the weights will take a hit if you're if you're oh, man. if you're trying to do there those has, in the evening, you're just gonna be like, ah oh, fuck it, I'm not going. There's been times where I've trained Muay Thai and then right afterwards had, you know, like kind of put like a two hour window and trained Muay Thai for like an hour, 15, an hour and 20 minutes and then tried to hit some weights. And I was just like, nah, over it. Yeah, I was over it. I wasn't going to lift anything heavy at that point. I was just kind of beat, you know, um, and not ready to like kind of focus on, even though like sometimes lifting just feels like you're just, um, you're going through the motions and getting that technique right. It's still a certain amount of brain power when you're just like, wait, I'm, I'm, I can't do, I can't do this. I don't want to be here anymore. Totally. And if you learn that dim mock, show us for people that don't know the death touch. Oh, yeah. So the brick, you know, you break in a brick underneath another brick, but really it's so that you can strike somebody, explode their internal organs, and then they right. won't die till later in the day. Right. Uh, it's pretty valuable stuff if you know it how to do it. It is valuable, especially, yeah. And if you prove that you can, you know, do the dim mock, nobody will even give a shit if you're Shadoshi's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> uh, or if you're wearing silk underwear, or if you, depending on who you are, Chad or Alex, both of you guys have French accents, even though you were separated at birth. Sure. Um, Alex was raised in Hong Kong, uh, at an orphanage where the nuns spoke French and then Chad was in LA, but somehow still has a French accent. I can't remember what the, what the deal is with that. 
And Alex is the bad, or Chad's the bad. No, Alex is the bad boy. I'm a bad boy. Fr- who's the bad boy? Alex. Oh, yeah. yeah He's got yeah. the slicked back hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Oh, uh, we're talking about Double Impact, guys. If you haven't seen it, go out and see it immediately. Uh, <laughs> immediately with your kids. With your kids. Take your kids to see it. They're going to love Double Impact. <laughs> your kids are going to love Double Impact. They're going to love JCVD playing two roles. Chad and Alex in if, Double Impact. If you don't think the man can handle one role, watch him not be able to handle two. <laughs> Do you think his acting will improve by playing two roles? The answer is no, it will not. <laughs> he just does kind of like a raspier voice for the for the bad guy. Oh my god. I don't wear silk underwear. That's like the big point of contention is that his girlfriend thinks that it's him and then he's all insulted. He's oh, like that's he's right. wearing silk underwear. I don't wear silk underwear. I just watched Street Fighter recently where he plays, uh, you know, the American Colonel William F. Guile with like an American flag tattoo and stuff. Right. Guile from Street Fighter. And he's like, couldn't be more French in that. I'm going to get in my boat. I'm going to go up river and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard <laughs> that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Yeah. Oh my God. So American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cigar chomping American Colonel William oh F. Guile. <laughs> oh shit. Well. Uh rock and roll bambino. Oh, so speaking of flexibility too, I will say while I did, you know, maintain some level of fitness by, you know, doing my stationary bike, hitting whatever mm. dumbbells, kettlebells I could do at home, I exercised pretty consistent. Um, you know, took some hits in certain areas. For some sure. reason, really let my flexibility fall way off. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I could have stretched every day. I had plenty of time to stretch. If anything, I should have prioritized flexibility because I had all the time and the space in the world to work on my stretching. I didn't. And it my fucking it fell off a cliff, man. I really so yeah, I've been having to add it, you know, to 30, 40 minutes of mobility work a day now, just trying to get back to where I was before, you know, cause I would just do kind of maintenance before, but I stopped even doing the maintenance. Like I was doing right. so just, just like whatever I could muster, you know, motivation to do like a little bit of bike, a little bit of weights and then done. And so now I've been like, get, you know, doing like the, uh, my self myofascial release, you know, foam rolling and all yeah. that shit, you know, stretching, you know, back mobility, hamstrings, glutes, all that stuff. But man, it really like, I wasn't, I, I've never been that flexible to begin with. And man, I'm like a fucking statue now. Yikes. Yeah. How long do you think it'll take for you to get back to I, it? Though? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's like it, functional flexibility is decent because I was doing squats and lunges and that kind of shit. But, mm-hmm. um, so that's good. Fortunately, I'm okay there, but just, uh, you, you know, like I noticed, like I was just kind of sitting down doing some abs and I kind of, sat upright and like, I could feel like my groin was tight. And I was yeah. like, Whoa, that's not, I haven't felt that in a while, you know? And yeah. so I was like, let me just, you know, touch my toes and stuff seated. And it was not happening. <laughs> Rough. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Woof baby. Yeah. You got to get back in there, especially if you're going to start, you're starting to hit the gym again. Yeah. Too. Just, yeah. That's just going to tighten it up even more big time. So that's, that's, so that's been, 
I've been working on that, you know, the past 10 days, I would say. And so that'll be my next on our next check. And I'll update everybody on that. You've been good with your flexibility. flexibility. I could tell by the way that you're listening to me talk about, I haven't been that you've been good about yours. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's just been like the thing that I've been, especially when I was gone, it was something that I was constantly trying to do. And at the very least in my workouts, doing my, you know, that's right. You were doing your, you were doing that 15 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. You fucking told me too, dude. And here I was on the show, like, listen to Eugene, everybody do your, (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't doing it. Yeah. Fuck, man. I, I just feel like, I, I mean, I now wish I I've could go back in time and do it. Oh, man. Like Time Cop? Yeah. <laughs> or like Cher? No, like Time Cop. Oh, okay. I'm um, going to go back in time and work on my flexibility <laughs> and save my wife. <laughs> I, I just, I'm, like, it's, it's given me also motivation because I'm like, because my warm up is that long now. I'm taking my time to get ready to work out. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I'm like, okay, even if I'm so exhausted, I'm just like, well, this warm up is like 15 minutes. So I have time to kind of work my way up to it, you know? Yeah. Smart. Um, or not yeah. do it, but you always end up doing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's the game. Yeah. Stay flexible, my friends. We're getting older. Wow. Dos flexies. Dos flexies. <laughs> <laughs> Stay flexible, my friends. <laughs> guys um, from Burbank. Uh, <laughs> guys, a white commercial actor from Burbank, dude. Yeah. The, I mean, that would have been a better Jean-Claude Van Damme role. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take it. Rather than Guile. Guile. Um, William F. Guile. Uh, well, shit, homeboy. Well, this has yeah. been real. Um, Listen, if, um, if you're out there and we've... Um, mustered up our ability to answer one or two questions this episode. Um, it might be yours, the next one, or we might be able to fire off a bunch more. So please, we'll do a big um, we'll, next one. We do just you and me. We'll do a big question app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do a big question app. So please send those questions to us via social media. Uh, that's at the dumbbells across all of them platforms. Uh, text us, DM us over that. Um, if you want to give us a more longer form question, you can do that at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Uh, and on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, finally back in the United States of America. Uh, so happy to good be back. to have him back. We remind, we want to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. Yes. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>